Hi, my name is Joe. Spencer. I'm Nick. Colin. And I'm Mason. And we are caught in 5K. Not bad for the second. Very episode. well done. Pretty good. Well, uh, sorry it's been so long. It's been. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> I told you I was going to do it. I told you I was going to do that. No, it's not long. I don't think it's long enough to get a copyright strike. Then, like, that would be so sad. We have, don't, like, don't give us a strike. <laughs> <laughs> Please, no. Then, like, we have maybe 12 subscribers on YouTube. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't think they're worried about caught in 5K yet, but all, they will be all soon. 24 subscribers. We love you. Thank you for the support. Episode yeah, one, I think, I think went that really well. <laughs> like, I think our, I think our first video got 120 views. Yeah, so far. Still on the come up. Yeah. yeah. On the come on up. On the what? <laughs> 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 well, it's been how many weeks since we filmed the first episode? Like three. Three weeks. It's really so, only been like two. It's been two. It's been two. It's just been a little while since and we then edited. the first podcast was released a week ago? A little bit over a week, maybe. About a week like ago. Like a week and a couple days. <laughs> we're a little slow. School work caught up. Well, I mean, we were busy with racing. I mean, you know, we said that we were going to give you recaps on uh, Wolfpack, but that was a pretty long time ago, to be honest. Yeah, it was like three weeks yeah, ago. Because Wolfpack yeah. was three weeks ago. Because we had the two-week break in between Wolfpack and Louisville. Yeah. Hey, stop saying yeah. <laughs> I'm working on it. We, we are addressing this constructive criticism that we've received from all our listeners. And we're doing oh, our wait, best. Someone, someone actually said that? That's why? Joe did. I, I said it along with a couple of others on the team. Joe Dang. is the constructive criticism here. Yeah. After sitting through six hours of editing. So. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. But... Um, Thank you, Joe. <laughs> rewind three weeks. We're getting ready for Wolfpack. Um, I think second race of the season. Mm-hmm. What were y'all's thoughts going into it? It seemed a little hyped up to me, to be honest. I'm going to agree. Um, Wake Med, fast course, as we talked about. Um, and then all of the older guys on the team were telling me, this is the race you're going to go off. Wake Med's fast. Um, it didn't, right? I didn't have the best run, but before I was really hyped up and it felt like a big meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of the wake med being fast is confused, probably with the 5K course, because it is like 90 meters short. It's not an actual 5K. And it's a completely different 6K. Yeah. Completely different. I mean, I never well, raced it's, wake it's, med it's, anyway. it's, it's kind of the same. You just do like an extra But like loop. I'm saying, like, <laughs> I feel like that plays a big role though and it is a true 6k oh yeah just like a short and it it really isn't like an easy course like there is a decent amount of like up and down like i i did not like it (laughs) i did not like it to say the least yeah i think i was a little bit tired going into the race so like i really just had a bad race there's not too much i can say about it like i didn't really do as well as i wanted to um but, I mean, the hill kind of took me by surprise. I know I've ran the course before, but, um, yeah, I just didn't really have the, the best race. Yeah, talking, I talked to Coach about it after and kind of we're racing down. We're supposed to be racing 8K, 10K. And, like, I mean, you're going to be tired going into a 6K because you're at your peak mileage for the season pretty much or you're just hanging at that peak mileage. Like, especially for us freshmen, we've never done mileage over – I've never done mileage over 60. I've never Spencer done mileage and Colin. Over 50. Yeah. I like I might have touched 50 <laughs> one, like once like ever. We're in the same boat. I mean, I mean track I was hitting like 25 a week for like 
two months, so I wasn't doing a lot of mileage going into cross. I think, like, the biggest thing to, like, just remember is, like, it's 6K. Like, that's not what is at the end of, like, the season in Socon Socon. We're racing 8Ks or 10Ks? I think Socon's 8K and then Regionals is 10K. Come by the end of the season, like, regardless of how you finish during these races, like, you should be going to, like, you should be a little tired going to this race because it's, like Mason said, peak mileage. That's what, like, just we're supposed to be doing because when I train right through it, regardless, it's just another race that we have. So good or bad, you know, there's, there's some good takeaways, but, you know, in the end, you know, there's no need. There's no need for anyone to actually like really just overanalyze the race. How did Adidas go for you? Like, how did you feel about it? Uh, I think, I think like, it it was like one of those interesting races where going out felt really different because I think like you said, it's a true six k to the point where a lot of things are. There's just a lot more hills than our our, our previous six k's. I think. Um, I, th- I think mentally, like, I felt pretty good. Physically, I just think I wasn't there. I think I, my body's still, like, adapting to the new found ways of our cross-country training because, you know, new coach, new system, just kind of stuff like that. I, I don't think I did well personally, but I think there's always stuff to improve on, so. You broke you broke 19, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. That's, I mean, that's still very impressive because you yeah. ran, what did you run at Elon? Like, 1847, I think. Yeah, so, I mean, like, I don't want to bring like conversion into it, but like, <laughs> but well, like no, because like I looked at my results from Elon, and they were like roughly six to seven seconds faster than my results from WakeMed. So I think anywhere from that like six to ten second range is really the the correct. I don't, I don't want to say conversion, but it kind of. Judging based on how hard the course is, that's about what you would have ran at Elon, I guess. Weather wasn't ideal either. It was, it was, lo- it was, it was very hot hotter. and very humid. Very yeah. sticky out, bro. It was not... I, I wasn't feeling the best on the warm-up, too. It was a lot different than the race at Elon weather-wise because it was great out for Elon. Elon was beautiful. It perfect was weather. At night, with the lights, it was it was perfect racing conditions. Then, it, it, didn't it rain a few days before and it kind of... It did. Cooled everything off, and then there was mm. no humidity, which was perfect. But how did you feel about? <laughs> <laughs> how did you how did you feel about the race, Spencer? Um, again, as I said earlier, it wasn't my best race. Um, I went out a little hot. It, there were a lot of fast teams there, and I just kind of got caught in a little group near the back, and I just yeah. went out way too fast. What was your first mile? Um, I was actually in like last or second last after the first mile with a five or four, four, four fifty four. Sorry. That was so hard to say. Well, you didn't come second to last, did you? No, I, I finished like, I don't even know, but I passed a few people who went out even faster than I did because it just wasn't a smart race by me. I just didn't get like much faster. I just slowed at a constant rate throughout. Yeah. It was. I feel that. I think, <laughs> I think definitely, like, the first mile on any course at WakeMed is going to be, if you're running a fast race collegiately, like, everybody went out under five for the exactly. first mile. Exactly, it was straight downhill. And then even, like, the high school races that were there, like, the, the top, I want to say, like, maybe 15 to 20 guys at the 5K the next morning for the championship race were out at maybe 450 to 455. So, I mean... The high school guru. <laughs> Mason. 
But I mean, like, to say, like, you went out too fast, I think might be, I don't want to say it's incorrect because... It's hard not to go out It's hard there. not to go out fast, especially at Wake Med. And yeah. I mean, the teams that were there, I mean, it is a little intimidating when it's, like, Chapel, Duke, Wake, NC State, like... No. No. I just think yeah. I went I went out faster than I wanted to. You know, I wanted to run a controlled race. I'm not used to running 6Ks yet, or... I don't run any more 6Ks this year. So. <laughs> <laughs> never, never got used to it. That's too bad, but it just wasn't how I wanted to start out the race. I probably got in my head a little bit, running past the clock, seeing how fast it was, and then mentally I knew I was in the back, and that's just kind of tough to deal with because running's very mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was like – I was kind of the, the opposite. I thought it was really slow going out. Um but it's because of the position I was in. Like every, I guess compared to everyone else, because like I, I Elon, which was the first race, I went out super fast and I didn't see anybody from our school. And then this race, I kind of took it a little bit slower, by or yeah, Wolfpack. And then everyone was just ahead of me, so like I felt like there was at least like there was just nobody behind me, and I was going out super slow. But then, like you said, when you look at the clock, mm-hmm. we're going like four. 45 47 well who was who was packed because i i went out at about like 452 and i saw i think it was like colin ethan it might have been y'all two in the same pack y'all had a pretty big pack of guys kind of going out through the first mile mile and a half i was pretty much looking at ethan and nick's back like the whole first mile like mm-hmm. I was pretty much right behind Joe, and we went out at yeah like four forty five. Yeah, because Ethan ended up getting me like late later on in the race, yeah. so I kind of felt that like there were some guys around me. It just looked really slow because I, it was like you said, there were just so many teams at that race. Yeah, that when the start line happened and you just see everybody in front of you, you're kind of just like, well, you know, I'm kinda in the back. Kind of pushed to the back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like when you're going against teams like Wake Forest, Chapel Hill, like some of the best teams not only in the Southeast region, but, like, some of the best teams in the country. It's going to be like that. We did beat Duke. Yeah, that being said, I think as a team, we did do really well. <clears throat> fourth? Fourth. Fourth, yeah. But And before before Colin says we beat Duke any more times, I, I am maybe, like, 99% sure it was Duke's B-Squad. <laughs> I mean, but, hey, a win is a win. I mean, yeah, they don't. It doesn't say true. Duke B squad. No, it just says Duke. Yeah, you know. So this I, I'll take it. It might be their B team, but I'll take it because it still sounds cool when you say that. So all, all sure. The are like, <laughs> they're they're just like they're like they're like, Duke. like they're unsubscribe. They're like oh, they're happy that we beat their. That was our B team, bro, and they're happy they beat us. <laughs> we'll take what we can get. We'll but either way, that still was a good team race. Like, I think, I think so. it was what, like 30? It was like 30 seconds. I mean, it was 30 to 40 seconds. We had a good group of guys go out in the beginning with, like, me, Dylan, Michael, and TK all out in, like, 440 in the first mile. Mm-hmm. So, like, super fast. But overall, it was, like, a really good race in terms of spread. Because, like, even when I finished and I, like, looked back afterwards, you guys were just coming in one by one. So, really not that bad. And, like, I mean, sure, there was, like, more of a spread and for those more than others but still a good race overall for everyone so definitely i think so dylan came 13th in the race uh, yeah sure <laughs> it was around and he there, ran yeah. he ran kind of in the mid 18s maybe low 18s it was like 1820 something i feel like it was like 1827 or something like that eight it was like 18 yeah 27 i think or like 24 i don't know something like that yeah 
And then TK was two. He ran, I think, I want to say 1840s. Well, no, Michael was second, right? Michael, Michael was second with like 1841, I think. Might have been 1841. And then TK was third with like a 1849 or 1850. Yeah. And then you were right behind TK. And then Ethan was right behind you. I think I said earlier that I ran at 1847. I think it was 1855, to be honest. Hey, Joe, is your mic on? Yeah, my mic's on. Well, look real quick. Oh, is it on? Testing? It, it was off. Uh, oh, man. Well, well, <laughs> well, we, you know, we un- tried. An unfortunate turn of events well, has we can just boost, occurred. We'll boost your volume up. pain editing. So, uh... Oh, we figured it out, like, yeah, well, now, rather than man. 12 minutes in. Instead of a little mishap. 40 minutes in? If, if like, it's... Oh, oh, well, we figured it out like 55 yeah. minutes in. You I'll know, d- when we finish. <laughs> yeah. I'll get some quality content if, later on. If this makes the final cut, Joe's mic happened to be off for the first 10 minutes of our podcast. Yeah. So... Honestly, I might just, like... We might just mute myself for the first... <laughs> just cut, what about the Just intro? cut the whole first... Thi- oh, the intro. Minutes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. We'll, we'll see how it looks right, after... Do, do it again. Ready? <laughs> yeah, <just start> again. <laughs> Hi, my name is Joe. Spencer. I'm Nick. Colin. And I'm Mason. And we are caught in 5K. Hey. Dogs. Hey. Dogs. Right. Dogs. There we go. Uh, a mid episode. <laughs> a mid episode intro, if you yeah. will. We'll start. We'll, we'll, I'll just, I can just like edit. We'll do it in post where you just put it in the front. Yeah, just crop that out. Put yeah, it in the crop front. That out, it might be a little cut, but it's, it's cut. It'll, it'll, yeah. it'll be good. It'll be good. <laughs> well, you know, overall takeaways from Wolfpack it was a good team race. Some of us might have not been happy. Some of us might have got injured. Is what it is. It happens. We moved on, so, and then we looked. Ended up in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> that could. Do you want that to be a story for now? Is that a story for another pod? I mean, I'll, I'll just explain it real quick. Basically, I drank the. It was Gatorade and it had protein in it. I'm allergic to milk or just dairy in general, and uh, had a little little uh, allergic reaction. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, it was actually, a little. Yeah, bro. you're right. That was actually my worst reaction, like, ever. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. So I ended up in the hospital, and uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, Gatorade don't, don't make your your bottles of protein the same as your regular Gatorade. Well, bottles. that and I don't think people should be handing out bottles of yeah possibly Just, allergenic yeah. solutions. <laughs> yeah, that was stupid. As well. I don't even get the whole like. Gatorade with protein in it after a race. Like, I just wouldn't you even don't want to need, drink that. You don't it need was protein. awful. Yeah, you it doesn't even taste like good. electrolytes, not no, like protein. Just give me a normal Gatorade. There was stuff. normal Gatorade. They just had one person handing out both, and it was just whoever got to you first. Like, I also got the protein stuff. I didn't take it. I saw I, re- I saw their protein. But again, I, I wasn't very, like, tired after the race. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, like, I don't get how... I mean, I guess it's my own fault for like not looking, but I'm also not really thinking about what you kind just of ran. I'm you just ran a race. Yeah, after a like race. that's not on you. Like, I yeah. remember at at the end of that, like when when I knew that you were in the ambulance, I was like trying to find co- or we were trying to find coach as a collective unit. At least Spencer and I were. I don't know where you guys were. Well, I was limping, <laughs> so <laughs> I was trying. I didn't know what was going on, and then I just saw everybody just running that way and running that we, way. We didn't even get to finish our cooldown because, like, that we was were, your cooldown. That was my. I cooldown, never. But did it was a, a cool hard down. sprint cooldown. <laughs> yeah, we were just going did, back and forth. I and did back strides from like the tent to the ambulance <laughs> to coach forth. to the ambulance. Yeah, it, it was a. Mess. It was a trip. 
Little I, trip. I, it was like really nonchalant though. Like I kind of just drank it and then I was like, oh, I see that. <laughs> very nonchalant. <laughs> no, 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 but like I, I'm very good. That's what y'all wanted, right? I'm very, well, I'm very good well, at like telling when I'm having allergic reaction or like when it's starting. Like your throat just gets really itchy. So I like noticed that and I was like, I just threw the Gatorade bottle out. And then I saw the ambulance like, I don't know, 100 feet away. And I just walked over to them and I was like, hey, I think I'm having an allergic reaction. And then I didn't really like, it's not like they asked like, where your teammates or anything like I really they just really asked for my parents and that was it so I really didn't know how you guys found out well I was with Mason at the time we were watching the girls race and we heard over the loudspeaker that they were asking for your parents to go to the medical tent oh, okay. and we were like well, yeah, makes sense. we just kind of we just kind of heard um something about UNCG and then like yeah could the medical tent and we were Toma. like what what's <laughs> happening so we just kind of for a minute it was like we were just kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> just keep going. Don't so, worry about it. We'll, like, for the audio we'll listeners, like I might have just got shirt. We'll put the blur thing on your, on your body. But like for for a it's while, fine, like bro. me and me and Spencer were just like running around in circles looking for this. We thought it was a medical tent, but we didn't know it was an ambulance. An actual ambulance. <laughs> but yeah, we were kind of like we were looking around, and then we found Joe and maybe Michael and TK we're like yeah we're looking for the medical tent like do you know where that is <laughs> we we had no idea like yeah. it was Nick or like what was going on but we were like what's going on and then we finally found Nick like swelled up in purple <laughs> yeah. in the ambulance well, I I was I I think when our par- my, my our dad and our mom we they they told they told me to get like Benadryl for you by like the tent and like our like camp stop and I remember going over and I was talking to Colin and I was and Colin was like yeah like I just came over here to grab Benadryl because Nick's in the ambulance and then Colin's like yeah my Achilles just wasn't feeling good. <laughs> <laughs> what? Are you? Did I say yeah, that? Yeah, you did. You did. You did. Damn. You were just like, you were laying there on the ground. You were like, yeah, my Achilles just wasn't the one to turn the race. And I go, yeah, I just came over to get Benadryl. But you didn't say, no, but you didn't tell me. I'm like, I remember you didn't tell me it was like for Nick, though. You just well, like, I, I told you were just you, like going through the bag. And no, then you like I, started talking to me. And then you just said, bring it to the ambulance. And I didn't, I didn't think about. It, it didn't register no, no, in your head he, no, that re- someone was in the ambulance yeah. when he said, I'm taking it to yeah, the man, ambulance. Yeah, man, Nick's dying right now. Oh, yeah, my Achilles kind of hurts, too. You had the most nonchalant, uh, <laughs> you thought it was nonchalant reaction because I remember going like, yeah, like Nick and I are like allergic to dairy. You go, oh, wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this Dude, at I all. I remember Crystal I don't clear. remember this Han was a mess clear. after the race. <laughs> <laughs> he's, in his own, he's in his own world. But uh, speaking of Achilles, four out of five of us have been, I wouldn't say like injured, injured, but maybe like little hiccups. Major transition right there. Pro transition. Pro transition. Pro transition. Are you saying it's Joe or pay me? the big bucks? I mean, well, I know Collins had the problem with his Achilles and then was it your calf at all? Or was it just the Achilles? No, it was just my Achilles. Collins had the Achilles. Spencer's had the IT band. Plus knee. Joe. Thing. You know, it's been all over. I'm not going to lie. It's been like in the IT. Just band, his like, whole body. But like it's been all over. <laughs> That's You're what just... happens when you rip every workout. 
Just your whole body. Joe's just, Joe's just <laughs> post the highlight from the last one. You go, like, Joe never has a bad workout. <laughs> Joe's just standing on glass legs right now. Yeah, then, I mean, I don't, I don't make it known, but my IT band is like really screwed up. Yeah, apparently been he's been running on it for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I have. So, I just ibuprofen helps. You don't feel it. I also take it the morning. Go to up. Alex. Yeah, no, no. Go to Alex. Alex is great. She's so shout good at what out, she Shout out Alex. She's going to get a t-shirt. Yeah, she's getting a t-shirt. As somebody who is also struggling with an IT band issue, Alex helps. You should just go to Alex. Yeah. Don't you mean ibuprofen? <laughs> I don't think... My no. athletics trainer is ibuprofen. <laughs> Wait, would no. you guys take ibuprofen? You guys take ibuprofen, right? I don't like sometimes? Know. Like um, ever? I... Well, yeah. Like, all right. Well, have have you ever? Well, like for running, for running. I've taken it before. Okay, so like, do you take it the morning of, or like, like, because I take you it like take before every you morning. And Joe said right. it's supposed to be at, at night. I think it's supposed to go. Oh, like, I just I was just so taking it when I wake up. Technically, technically, it's I think it's supposed to be maybe two or however many milligrams every four to six hours. Yeah, my mom, who's a nurse, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> she <laughs> might she might know I'm, something about this. Yes, I'm using my credibility here. <laughs> yeah. uh, she told me that I should take it um, in the morning and before I go to bed. So when I wake up, before I so go to bed. So it's both. So we're both right. Or she said I could take it every six hours, which I was like, that's kind of a lot. And then she was like, fine, just take it when you wake up and when you like go to bed. So I did for a little bit. And then once I started going to Alex, I started feeling better. So I kind of stopped taking it. Shout out, mom. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I don't take it at all. At least recently. I haven't taken it at all, at least here. I think, I think I relying on the ibuprofen, I don't want to say it's detrimental. That That's like too harsh of a word, but I don't think it would be like good in the long run because then your body's going to have to like start maybe relying on it. That's unless, unless you like, you take it and you start taking it a lot, but then you slowly kind of like get away from it. like kind of like getting away from like addic- an addiction. Well, yeah, that's what Addicted I was worried about when <laughs> I was talking to my mom about it because she was telling me to take a lot because I'm tall and I weigh a decent amount. Yeah. She was like, you can handle this much. And I was like, that sounds like so much. Like, I don't want to become dependent on it. Like, the only reason I can like run today is because of the ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. Not saying that Nick is addicted to ibuprofen or anything. <laughs> but we, we don't want you to get to that point, okay? <laughs> no, I mean... This is an intervention, no, but it is an intervention. And I've, okay? I've thought about that before, too, which is why I'm actually making my uh, guest appearance in the training room tomorrow after practice. So <laughs> This better be a regular thing. You're no. not going there once and just saying, oh, I gotta go. It's like, really it's really a convenience right. thing. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm just lazy. But it's convenience because we're gonna be there. We're gonna be there at the school tomorrow for practice, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah, I'm going. You go to school here. Like you're here yeah, all the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why can't you go? You're here <laughs> right now. Unless you're, unless you're like Joe and you, you're not a student at UNCG, but somehow still wins <laughs> <laughs> student of the month, academic athlete of the month, right here. Special guest, myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but I think I think the best thing for you to do. Is to get off that ibuprofen <laughs> and go right, to right, Alex right. and get on get on that liquid ibuprofen. But even though even though it's been two weeks, <laughs> plug, shameless plug. Even shameless though it's plug. been two weeks, I've had ibuprofen for like the race and then like two workouts. Okay. I mean, he did run like a night or a twenty five oh four like. We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to the we'll get to the <laughs> second. Down, yeah. Slow down. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He is running. He is running like really good on this ibuprofen. So maybe yeah. he should keep maybe taking Colin. <laughs> <laughs> we, we see Colin with a bottle of ibuprofen next time. 
Can I get some? <laughs> Please. <laughs> I bet Coach would love to hear that Nick right now is running on ibuprofen. You know, well, I mean, only thing holding now, him now that he's now that he's <laughs> said like he's he's only doing workouts or like major runs on ibuprofen that wouldn't be like well yeah nick doesn't have thing. a problem right we're dealing with it like it is an addiction, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. it's not one yeah. it's already made no. <laughs> no but I, I think i think what we're saying though is that like you shouldn't like you know not go to the trainer because i really think that alex helps like a lot right like she's helped me a lot have you gone for any injury things yeah I've, I've gone several times like for back hamstrings hips and then obviously you've gone. Why? Why are you laughing, bro? Why y'all keep snickering <laughs> over there? It's just because he's like, "You're back." Well, you were like, "Has Mason gone for anything?" I was like, "His back." And then Nick starts laughing, and then Mason goes, "Yeah, I went in for my back." <laughs> <laughs> was I asking you, Spencer? Did... Yes, we were in a conversation. <laughs> I and was we broke up. <laughs> and then obviously Spencer's gone for his IT band. You are there like every day. Well, because like even even <laughs> when you're not, not in, like no, even when you're not injured, like I feel like people should still go to the athletic training room well, yeah. just to get like stretched out, recovery boots, which I'm a huge fan of. Stretched out. I do that every day, but like, what, what's what's so bad about stretching out? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Talk about addicted to ibuprofen. You're addicted to the training room, Joe. Maybe I'm addicted to... <laughs> I think that's a good... That's yeah. a, that, that has a positive effect. How dare effect. you be addicted to recovering yeah, after the intense workouts you put yourself How dare you be addicted to the right things you need to do to get better as an athlete? <laughs> like This kid right here is addicted to his schoolwork. The student athlete of the month. Yeah, if that's anything, I'm addicted to With his two-question test? <laughs> we don't hate. We just... <laughs> all love. It's all love over here. Oh, I, I hate. <laughs> I know he probably hates. He's the one that's... Swamp the schoolwork. Ten all hours. Of he's caught up though. Yeah, I am caught up. I mean, well, I do have <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> wait, wait, but like I have a couple hours. Of <laughs> but yeah. Before we get off topic, have I have like fifty-five minutes for this week. Nice. But I think two weeks ago I had nine hours and fifteen minutes, and then last week in two days I had seven hours and fifteen minutes. I, okay. I live anyways. <laughs> weird tangent. <Okay. laughs> weird tangent. Yeah. I think I think like with with injuries, the most like important thing to know is that like as runners, we all are gonna get injuries. Like it's inevitable. You can't wake up one day feeling like and Alex this is a quote from Alex, so shout out to Alex. You can't wake up one day and like feel like the best. You're never gonna feel hundred percent. And like my own take on it is like whether you have a like a hamstring injury, IT band, your Achilles is feeling bad, like like that's just that's just gonna happen, and like those days might suck, but it's like those days that define you to be like a better runner in the future. And that the days that it sucks makes the the runners high, and the days where everything feels great, like it just feels that much better. So like as as like a runner with injuries, and all you guys can relate, like the more struggle you go through, the more um, you know the more pleasure you get in the end when you just feel really good on a good day. And the more runners can foster, or any athlete, the more they can foster that kind. Of, you laugh. I'm not. I'm, oh. I'm cheering up. The man. more, the more you can foster like those kind of like traits in like terms of like getting over that mental barrier, which is what we talked about earlier. Like the better it is. So I'm gonna put that entire paragraph of what you just said on a poster. You should. I'm pretty sure he just pulled that from a book. My, right? yeah, that was way too long. Like he that, had that was that. way oh, too hell. long to be like. This is what Alex told That's me. My, no, 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 that, no, no, no. She told me the first part. The second part was my own take. He was no, just. I've, I've, I've heard this from him before. Yes. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I, it, so then it's scripted. <laughs> he no, just no. he just likes to recycle the, the material. Is a lie. Okay. It's all scripted. <laughs> Shh. 
I just like, I sure like, I like reinforcing positive stuff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I like reinforcing positive stuff. So if anyone else wants to add on to that, or I mean, no, yeah, I like, completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> we all bad. I completely agree. <laughs> well, like, I, I think adding on to what you were saying, like putting also like putting in the consistent work. Yeah. Not only like during the runs, but also in the training room, like you do, like it's not going to do anything but good for your body. Exactly. So I was trying to say. So I was trying. No, to it it was great, Joe. It just sounded so professional. That's because right. we are professional. And I didn't think it was going to come from a non-student athlete at UNCG. <laughs> no, it's coming, it's coming no from the best student athlete. <laughs> the best student athlete for the Cass, month of September. That is so, it's just not true. They could have picked I, anybody. I am in denial of that. <laughs> I mean, doesn't when you guys walk in the study hall room, it doesn't lie. The picture's right there of me and my... I think it's my sophomore year photo, not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> you look very young in the <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, Joshua, student athletic academic advisor or whatever. Former Tampa Bay Buccaneer. Former Tampa Bay True. Buccaneer. If Trash. you're watching this, whenever Joe is in study hall, he is never doing work. He is always <laughs> on Let's I'm, Run. I, I'm doing work all right. No, I'm he's looking work. at shoes on Nike, more leggings to buy. Like, yeah, really he's... hover that screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, I have I have hours that I have to complete, and I do those hours. Whether or not, <laughs> not what I'm doing <laughs> Joe is the perfect <laughs> student athlete. There is a reason he won the award. Listen, you don't, you don't, you don't win Athlete of the Month or academic athlete of the month without putting in the work. Exactly. Now, I put in the work. Now the and results let's, have come. let's end it with that. Yeah, let's yeah. just, yeah. So wait, honestly, like, when I talked about, like, my, like, or at least the, the things you want to foster <laughs> as a run, what the? <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to end it right there. So honestly, what I was thinking <laughs> was. No, I'm saying. Joe, I'm, Joe, please continue. Yeah, I'm saying that, like, like that's kind of how, like, I think, like, runners should foster traits like that. But, like, how do you guys feel in terms of, like, mental sides with like injuries or like how i guess how have you guys been doing with your each individual in, uh injury i'll let you guys speak on this because i'm not currently injured um yeah. well actually you know what? i just like to say that i've gone to alex at least every day to really treat my injury <laughs> and i'm taking the mic away no i think i mean so far with my achilles it's been pretty frustrating like it'll act like it'll flare up and then you know, I'll go to Alex, I'll sort things out, and then, you know, I'm back training, and then I don't feel it for a week, and then I go to a race, and then it's, like, it flares up really bad, and then it's, like, it's just, like, it's annoying. It, it's a tedious injury, I think, more than anything, because I notice, like, I do have benefits from doing my stretches, exercises. It's just, it, it just keeps flaring up which I, I don't really know how to explain it. Alex does not explain it. But, I mean, I'm doing the most I can. And, you know, it is great when I do have those days, like when I don't feel it, makes that day even better. Like the past workout from Tuesday, I mean, just to be able to go through that with no pain is always a plus. So, But, I mean, we're definitely moving in the right direction now. And I think hopefully if I'm racing at ECU – you know, I probably won't be wearing spikes because I think that's a major problem with it. But I'll probably wear some – the next percents or something, but hopefully by then I'll be able to get a race in where I feel good about it and I don't, you know, come out of the race thinking, you know, feeling down about the injury or anything. Yeah, I was just going to say, for someone who might be going through the same injury, like, you should, like, how do you handle the frustration of having something like that? I mean, I don't really, 
punch a wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cry about it. Um, yeah. I didn't put you on the spot. I just thought it was a good. I mean, you know, I like to pop ibuprofen in my spare time. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Um, <laughs> the camera pans from the cold tub, <laughs> crying and popping ibuprofen. Yeah. I mean, really, the the frustration is kind of always there, but it's more about like, you know, other people like you guys or Coach or Alex, like just assuring me, like you know, like it's a process, like things are gonna happen, and it's just like I just need to make sure that I do the little things and not slack. Like I need to, you know, be focused and make sure that. Each day, like, I'm doing my stretches. I'm in the training room. I'm making sure that, you know, I'm, you know, doing stem or she's scraping or something just to just to make sure that it just, like, stays at bay. So, I mean, the frustration is kind of always there because, I mean, it's it's in the back of my mind. But every run that I have that I don't have pain is just something that kind of takes that away. Exactly. you got to so get far. the little victories. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm with the same thing with my IT band. And I agree with everything Colin said. You just got to talk about it. You got to have people there for you, like the team, coach, Alex. And it's just nice to talk about something you're stressed about or frustrated with and then have somebody tell you it's all right, trust the process. And then every run you feel good. You feel like you're that much closer to being back to 100%, even though you're never going to be 100%, as Joe said. But it's always nice to feel like you're getting closer, you're getting better even though when it does flare up, you feel like you went right back to where you were. But as long as you continue to slowly like believe that you're making progress, and trust me, you will get through it. If you're doing the things you need to do, you're going to get through the injury. Damn. Oh, thank wow. you. We're back, we're back to this. We're back to this again. Oh, man. That was, um, that was emotional. That making me cry over here. It's like... We need Mason to have a genius transition into something <laughs> else right now. <laughs> the transition Bring guy. I mean, <laughs> I mean to go along with, I mean, the team culture here, I mean, I think so far has been pretty great. I mean, you know, with bad races and, I mean, we could talk about Louisville now. I mean, I don't know if it really was the greatest race anybody, like, there are some people that were happy with their race. I could definitely say, I could speak for Ethan. I think he was very happy with his race. Yeah. I, I would honestly say... I would think Nick and Ethan are probably the only two that race to their, to their potential. St- yeah, standard to their standards. To their like that, yeah, yeah, to their standard because Nick, you ran twenty five oh four. It was like I think it ended up being like oh six oh six, but it was like a forty second PR. So like yeah, but I know that's, that's not like where I stop. Like it's I'm happy with it, but I'm not satisfied. You know that's what everyone says, but it's really true. Like I just feel like there's a lot more I could do. And I felt like it was a little bit hard on me mentally during the race. Like, I didn't really think I had the best race, but I, at least I had a good time, so, like, I know that I could do more. Mm-hmm. And same with everyone else. Like, that's just something that, like you said, I think we reinforced to kind of everybody that, you know, like, this race isn't the end of the world. Like, there's still more work to be done. Then we have some of us two, one, three more races in the season. Like, it's not this isn't the time where we need to be racing our fastest or this isn't the time where we need to say, oh, I felt, like, so fresh during that race. Like, I feel like I could do it again. You don't want to feel like that at the, at the end of these races. Mm-hmm. No, really. because you're, not, you know. you're running, like, 70, 80-mile weeks, and then you're racing at the end of those weeks. So, like, obviously you're not going to feel fresh at all, not even remotely close. I think like I think going in going off of that when people talk about like feeling fresh and stuff like you know tapering is important and like running 
having like that running, I guess, mentality of like I'm shorting my mileage can can affect like someone pretty pretty I guess significantly in terms of like I might not feel prepared for a race. But with the way that like Coach Roach and Coach Logan have our training set, like we're going into a lot of these races feeling prepared and like feeling ready. It's just, you know, waiting for that time to click, like just waiting for like our each individual race where we can like pop off and we can just do like what we came out there to do. So I think like it's mostly just having like, as like Spencer said in the beginning, just having that that mentality of just really like being up there with like your beliefs and values of how good of a runner that you can be. Because at the end of the day, we just want to see each other succeed, and that's what brings our culture together so well. So, And I, it still wasn't even a – I mean, might have not been what everybody was looking for with time. But, again, we didn't have a bad, like – I mean, obviously we didn't place where we wanted to either. But still, when you look at the spread, it wasn't even a bad spread. Well, I mean, like one, we through, still, one through five wasn't a bad we were, spread. Well, yeah. yeah. But relative, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) just stuff and stuff. Yeah. I mean, relatively, you know, even if it wasn't where we wanted to be, we were still close and still packed together to a point where, you know, everybody was, you know, was there and close. I mean, I know Dylan didn't race to where he wanted to. I mean, he he didn't have a bat. He still PR'd, but, you know, he thought he could PR by a lot more. But again, you know, this isn't the end of the season. Like you said, we have more races to come and and like you know the time to perform is socon that's where we need to perform and regionals clearly but I, I was i was talking to dylan on our mlr today and he was like he was talking to me about like some tactical things that he did wrong or like could have done better on like i think that's the improving point yeah. of these races like that's that's like why you run these races is to not only kind of achieve a higher fitness level and achieve, like, a mentality of where I belong here, I can do this, and I can run at these paces for a certain time, but also to learn, like, this is what I did wrong, this is what I'm not going to do next time, or this is what I'm going to do next time. I'm going to make my move here instead of here, or... I might go out a little bit faster or a little bit slower. It's like the things like that, like that's why that like that's where you learn in these races. Yeah. To quote two different two different people. Uh Conor McGregor, you know, you fix your mistakes, you go on and move to the next one. You know, you take a loss, come back with a win. To quote Tyler Adams, you know, no one cares who 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 came in first in Louisville. Like no one really cares. It it's like who came in first in SoCon. I'm not really sure who did come in first at Louisville. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. Well, I, mean, <laughs> I actually have no clue. Well, I'm saying for like, like, like team-wise. Like, like no one really cares who won Louisville. It's who won SoCon. So like it's a long season. You know, we're all runners. We have a lot of races in our season. You know, we just got to get to that season and um, to just the end of the season and reach our full potential. So, yeah. I mean, it was a shame to see the results and then to see us that low and then to see – another team from your conference just much higher yeah like that's just a tough result to look at it is yeah which like that's why like louisville was one of those races at least for me where it was you think about it for a day if that and then you just kind of leave in the past kind of just got to scrap it I mean, I wouldn't say necessarily scrap it i scrap my there's still there's still takeaways that come 
I put it. I put it in the trash can. I kicked it. I mean, there's not much takeaways like I could have. Like, I guess I mean, you did just was in pain from two and a half k. Like, after two and a half k, there was no tactical racing. It was just get to the line. Like that's all I was thinking. So, for me, it was just. I mean, a takeaway from that could be that you know you can finish one no matter what condition you're in. True. Right. Whenever you do feel better, you should have more confidence in completing an eight k. Mm-hmm. first AK is scary yeah. right yeah <laughs> I agree so maybe take that out of the bin <laughs> I'll take that oi bro take it take it out the bins <laughs> take it out the bins bro I mean yeah I was thinking as well it's like I, I forgot who I told I think I told a couple of the guys on the team but I was like a lot of people were saying before the race that this was like an easy course or something um, and even though like the people like we didn't really do as well as we wanted to but like come next week at ECU um, that's going to be a harder course. So, like, if you do better on that course, that's, like, in, an improvement, and it gets your mental state better for when you come SoCon, where if you can do better on a crappier or, or a harder course, then it's just going to it's gonna feel that much easier come SoCon. Yeah. Do you think... I've been thinking about this for... Probably since I've started running. Do you think courses have, like... So let's say a slower runner like me, I think the same course could be harder for like different people based on their types of training. I agree. Um, at home where I used to live in Highland Creek, it's really hilly. Um, and every run I started with a half mile pretty much straight uphill. And whenever we got to hillier courses in high school, I'm not going to say I thrived but I wouldn't lose as much time as some of the other people who would purposely go to a flat area to train. Like, I think there are different muscle groups for different things, like uphill, downhill, flat, whatever it may be. And depending on what you train, you might be stronger or better prepared for different courses. Yeah, I think that's also where better coaching comes into. Like, that's why you incorporate the hill sprints, the strides, and then you'll have your slower, easy run, and then your faster runs, I think. I'm not a, I don't have a degree in kinesiology yet, but <laughs> I, I, <laughs> but I, w- I would imagine they all work different muscle groups and they all, they all strengthen different things. And that's also why like you go into the weight room to kind of strengthen muscles. That way they aren't as sore after you do these workouts and easy runs and the hill sprints and the strides. Yeah. I mean, different runners have different, you know, attributes that help them in different courses i mean there's kids that are just way better at hills than others even even people that train hills there's just people that handle hills better or i mean there's people that you know have different racing tactics and some courses might not fit their racing tactics people that push hard from the start and maybe the start of the race is the hardest part of the race they might gas at that second part and somebody else who didn't really go out as hard might you know come up from behind and you know take it down that last half of the race so i think that i mean people it depends on the person depends on the course it's kind of an if you know it's unknown really when it comes to a lot a lot of races i mean that being said i still feel like there are fast courses and slow courses because like historically for north carolina high school running wake met is fast but i think it's short mcalpine's always fast right so i still feel like well, yeah, it so has flat. 
It has one like really big hill, and then <laughs> you're done. It's not even like that bad of a hill, too. It's like not even steep. It's scarier going downhill, yeah, in my it, opinion. Because you're about to like eat it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that and the the McAlpine pancake. Any any high school runners watching this, like, if you have a PR at the McAlpine pancake, like that's faster than a track 5K, especially if you're running in vapor flies or alpha flies because you can and there's no sharp turns or hills like. Like, just go ahead and add 10 seconds, respectfully. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could give my insight on this, but like a lot of these courses, like you're talking about McAlpine, was, that was a high school course for you guys? Yeah. yeah like That's I the just, only course I know. Yeah. I think, we just raced it. I think maybe I did it once, but a lot of these places are still kind of relatively new for me and Joe. Yeah. So, but I mean, we got about five to 10 minutes left. So why don't we just end it with something like kind of fun or something? So... I'd say, like, maybe we just go around the table and say, like, what what we tell ourselves or, like, what motivates us before a race. Sure. You want to yeah. start, Joe? Yeah. I know Joe has a lot to say about this. He's a very uh, motivational not, guy. Yeah, I, I think as runners, when we think about, like, you know, hills work for us. Some hills don't work for us. Like, flat, flat courses work better for others. But, like... We all know what we're going to do when the race is perfect. Like We all know like when we have like perfect conditions and stuff like that. But when things aren't going so perfect on the starting line and before your race, that's what matters the most. Like How can you thrive under conditions that don't really work for you? And if you can figure that out and if you can just think to yourself, like, I can do this and I'm going to have a great day because I know how to race to the best of my ability, then honestly, that's all you really need on that starting line. Confidence. Confidence is what you need. I'm going to agree 100%, right? Like, I feel like I can speak for all of us when we have a baseline confidence in our running, right? We got this far. We're still kicking. We still believe we can get better, do better, right? And all I tell myself on the line is you got this. Like, I try to tell myself the race, whatever it may be, isn't that far. Like, the long runs for me, it's basically like, oh, you've run this far before. You can easily run a 5K. You run way more than three miles every single day. A 5K is nothing. You got a 6K. Don't worry about it. I haven't got to run an 8K yet, so we'll see what I tell myself before that one. <laughs> Probably be along the same line, though. <laughs> uh, but just you got to go into it with all the confidence in the world. Maybe you didn't sleep well the night before. You didn't get the breakfast you wanted, but you still got to believe in the ability that you have. And if you believe in your training, I feel like that's just confidence that you can't do without in running yeah i actually let others uh give me motivation like i'm the cheesy guy that like watches the motivational videos before i run or like when we're on the bus uh to louisville or yeah the like the morning of the race i was like watching like a video of like (laughs) (laughs) uh like steve prefontaine or something and um (laughs) and that kind of just motivated me so i kind of let like other people do it or just like media or something um but then at the line, I'm still telling myself, like, yeah, you got this. I'm so. not going to lie, Nick. I love those videos. Yeah, <laughs> dude, dude, they're I good. I, I don't, I don't like, want to say it's a, a guilty pleasure because yeah. that sounds like... What do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Saying a guilty pleasure gives it a weird connotation, but 
It's like <laughs> the the no, video no, no, no. title like, is let, Mason's let me, guilty. Let, 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 let me let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. <laughs> let, let me finish. UNCG Ben's Cross Country no, 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 guilty. No, no, we are not naming it that. Let me finish. Finish what? So <laughs> he wants to explain himself. I, I want I want to explain myself here, Colin. So like, go ahead. I feel like a lot of people like. I think they find those things cheesy, like Nick said. And, like, if I, I feel like if someone saw me watching, like, a motivational video, I feel like they would just clown. Oh, I'd clown your ass. Exactly. That's why I call it a guilty pleasure because True. it's, like, something that I do that I don't really... It's not that I don't want people to know, but it's just something well, that now, I feel... <laughs> now now the, the world knows. Everyone knows. <laughs> so, like, it's, it's just something that I feel... Roast like, Mason in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just something that I feel like weird about people knowing that I do. Just because it's but does cheesy it help you? or yeah, weird. Yeah, well, if it helps you, it helps you. you know, I like, don't know if it helps me. That's the so, thing. So what oh, okay. do you do, Mason? What, 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 wait, you? what brings you the pleasure then? Like, where's right, the pleasure right, coming okay. from? Let's, let's drop <laughs> yeah, it. No. No. Listen, no, listen. It's, no, it's, no, it's no, the no, instrumental. No, it's the no, slow instrumental I, I, I want to say on your Colin, behalf that I don't think you need to answer that. I'm going to answer it because the pleasure that it does bring me is that, like, I feel a little bit more confident. And I feel like maybe a little pumped up. Yeah. But also, well, if I'm not... You up. Listen, as a guy who also watches them, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it pumps me up a little bit. It's kind of like some people <laughs> listen to... It, they listen to like rap music or whatever kind of music that kind of pumps them up. Guilty before. as charged. Exactly. Like <laughs> That's yeah. your guilty pleasure, Colin. <laughs> It's 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 the same thing, just in a different form of media. But other other than like watching those videos or listening to music that'll get me going, I just kind of like turn myself off and just kind of don't talk, don't like like I notice how like a lot of the guys on the team they're like joking around before the race, like. I just can't do that. I just have to like get in a mindset where it's like just me, like a meditative state, if you will. Well, That's kind of the opposite for me, right? Like I was always the guy who's talking and checking because I find it calms myself down. I feel the same way. I'll hype myself. I'll hype up a race. I'll put it on a pedestal, right? And then all I'm thinking about is, oh my gosh, I got to perform. <laughs> I got to do this, this, and that. And then like a joke or two from Dylan, right? It just calms me down. <laughs> Like, shout out Dylan. I, I don't think though necessarily Mason means like that. Yeah, it's I more know. of like a like an isolation feeling of saying like you. It's almost like self assurance too, though, because you're kind of like in your own state. You're not worried about what else is going on around you. You're just focused on this race. A little bit, and like, but when I was like first starting to run, I would have teammates that were kind of like Spencer, and they would like talk and like joke around and. It almost felt like they weren't taking the race seriously. And then when I was senior year, when I was a captain on the team, and, like, they would, like, start cracking jokes at the line, I'd, like, turn around and was like, you got to shut up and, like, get focused because it just doesn't sound like that. But, like, I, now I that, like, around. now <laughs> that, like, I've learned that people have different ways of getting focused and mm -hmm. different ways of calming down before a race, it's, like, I don't do that stuff anymore. It's just kind of I 
turn that off or like push that away and it's kind of like all right i can just focus on myself yeah kobe bryant did it he like just tuned everybody out and everyone knew not that to talk to him bro. yeah and he would always listen to uh the halloween theme because his mentality was he's like i'm gonna kill everyone yeah oh i think i know <laughs> what old, i think i know what i'm gonna start listening sorry to i mean now. he i just i just watched <laughs> it like a couple yeah, days ago yeah. it was nick's motivational speaker you <laughs> 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 just listened to kobe maybe something because you mentioned music maybe something that we could do is uh we can make a uh, cotton 5k playlist and just add songs that motivate us or just like True. a play like a play like a, a, might co- be a, a lot co- of chief keef on that thing a cotton 5k <laughs> pre-race playlist there you go True. yeah i support but uh you know i you know i take that time to just that's like kind of my one time of like just getting kind of serious kind of just puts me like in that racing mindset and after that it's kind of like i'm kind of done with the jokes like because within that time it's like you got like five i have five minutes before the race starts like that's kind of when i get serious but you know, it's not, I don't like to stress over a race or not stress, but kind of just like get super serious. I kind of like to have a light mood about it. I mean, I definitely am that person that sometimes like in high school, I was on the line talking to other teams like BS and I'm like cracking jokes and stuff. <laughs> There's always that one guy. Yeah. And I'm kind of like that guy, <laughs> but I mean, it, it's different for everyone, but that that's what really does it for me. I mean, I think music is almost like the biggest thing for me though, to be honest, because I don't take my earbuds out, like, at all before the race. It's kind of like an outlet, I guess. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the case with most people. Yeah. Uh, all right, then I think we are done. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening, and we are going to be trying to post and upload more frequently, um, and we're still trying to figure out a set schedule, but we're, we're getting there. We'll, we'll fill you guys in by the next pod. Well, I think we'll, we could figure something out. We'll try to film relatively... Same day each week. Obviously, the podcasts aren't getting out the day we film. We're, we're athletes, but, so you know, it takes you know, some we, time. Yeah, we got busy schedules. Yeah, so. some of four of us are student athletes. One's just an athlete. <laughs> One's but, academic yeah. athlete of the month. <laughs> <laughs> but do we do we think we're gonna film before ECU next week? I think I think we could. I think I we think could. It's manageable. Yeah, and sure. like I mean, hopefully, like for you know people watching our channel, like we'll be able to film certain like videos on like our workouts just what we're doing in our daily lives something like that to keep you guys more updated other stuff is coming other than just pods yes it's it's gonna be you know actually in-person stuff us at workouts maybe some race film if possible so yeah i think with with midterms right now a lot of us like have midterms and then fall break is coming up this weekend it's a I guess we've passed the busy time, so that's why we haven't been getting out this content. But I think now that we'll be home and away for fall break, we might be able to get get some things brewing in the lab, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. you got some cool content going on, so. I might try and film, depending, try and like film a long run this weekend at the lake or wherever I am. Props to you if you can. That's hard. Do you think <laughs> you could get a little bit of film of the workout on Friday? Friday. I mean, I'm not going to be there, but. I feel like that would be a good place, we, like to get we have, film for it. I mean, hills. So we and have the the hills, and then it's like a tempo around the loop. It's it's just a matter of who's gonna film. Yeah, that's our if we could set up the tripods, sure. then we could. If we have multiple tripods, we can film from multiple angles. Well, we do, right? Uh, we got yours. We got. And I mean, we could we could ask TK. TK has a GoPro. Yeah. Either way, this is gonna be figured out. For future yeah, videos, we'll, you'll, hear about, yeah, you'll, you'll hear, hear about us. You'll hear about us soon. But, yeah. 
And if you guys have any suggestions, things you want to hear about, please put in the comments because we don't want the pods to be all over the place. <laughs> Might seem like that, but yeah. we're trying. We're Anything trying. you want us to talk about, please let us know as well. Yeah. Did a, we did a better job today. Yeah. Uh, we'll see when yeah. we listen back. Yeah, we'll, I think we'll <laughs> right now I'm yeah. feeling a little bit better. Yeah. I'm feeling pretty confident. But with that being said, I'm Nick. Spencer. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Yeah, that was yeah, a little yeah, backwards. Yeah. Without yeah, being I'm said. Sorry, but we got to end it. We got to end it soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, this is. Again, this is Joe. Spencer. Nick. Colin. And I'm Mason. And we are. Caught. In. 5K. Thank you. Thank you.